Hey, what's up? You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show podcast. Thanks for checking it out, and make sure you subscribed. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. And now, Hammer and Nigel go off the rails with Rob Kendall on 93 WIBC. It is the Hammer and Nigel Show. My name is Jason Hammer. Big Nige is out. Tony Kennett is in. And in studio, you know him, you love him, Mr. Off the Rails himself, Rob Kendall is here. Thanks, as always, to our segment sponsor, Garage Doors of Indianapolis. We're getting closer and closer to the midterms, Rob. Let's bring it local. Let's keep it close here to Indy. Uh, we've got some polling information. Abdul's group, um, they did some polling in regards to the Marion County prosecutor's race. And unfortunately, if Abdul's polling is correct, 300 likely voters in Marion County, both sides of the political scale, including some independents, it looks like. As bad as he is, Ryan Mears has a big lead. Yeah, so a couple things. We talked about this a little bit on the award-winning Statehouse Happenings uh, program, which will air Sunday morning on WIBC. And Abdul acknowledged this. The it, One issue with the poll as it relates to Marion County is the sample size. And he said, look, Cindy Carrasco is probably doing a little better than the poll says because the sample size is a little smaller than they wanted. But, you know, you, there's money involved in that, and the bigger the sample size, the more it costs, et cetera. So let's say, theoretically, instead of 5130, it's 47, you know, 34, whatever. He's still got a lead, right? And she's, for all the, uh, you know, hullabaloo about, well, she's a Holcomb person, and Holcomb's people run the Marion County GOP, and she's raising all this money. She hasn't been a great candidate in the sense of she's clearly not getting the places she needs to get to get the votes she needs to have in order to win. Now, one of the things in Abdul's poll showed that there was about 19 to 20% undecided. So if... Cindy Carrasco can find a way to get some of these undecideds. Maybe we've got a ball game here, but when you look at how many registered Democrats are in Marion County compared to the Republicans, she's going to have to get basically all of the undecideds to have a shot to win this thing, right? Yeah, here's the problem. Politics is about selling yourself to other people, and it's easy. It's not, I shouldn't say it's easy, but it's easier when it's like, look, the district is 30% Republican, 30% Democrat, you know, 40% are kind of in the middle. It's easy to make the sell of, I'm the competent person, this guy is a bumbling buffoon, you can't afford him anymore, when you started an even playing field. She doesn't start at an even playing field. It's almost two to one Democrat to Republican registration. I think it's actually like 60-40. Well, that's the equivalent of going to somebody and going, hey, I know you've been a Colts fan your whole life. But, man, the Colts suck, and they're an embarrassment, and you should start rooting for my team is whatever. It's a really hard sell, which is why it's so rare it happens. You know, Ballard did it. Carl Brizzy was able to do it years ago. But other than that, it's hard to tell somebody their team sucks and they need to be with you. 
is this going to be a case where people are just going to go vote and vote straight ticket? And Ryan Mears has that D next to his name, and he's going to be the benefactor of people voting straight ticket. Yes, you've got to be able to peel people away from that. One of the reasons Ballard was so successful is the mayor's election is an off year. People are going to vote for that. So at the top of the ticket, you're much less likely to get a straight ballot poll. So if somebody hates Todd Young or somebody hates another high-profile Republican that's on the ballot for a national seat and they vote straight party against them, You've got guys like Ryan Mears who are going to reap the benefit of that. Because I know for a fact, Rob, there's a lot of Democrats, especially downtown, people who have donated money to the Dems before who don't like what they see from the prosecutor's office. But if they go in and vote straight ticket... This guy's going to see his name, you know, as a winner on election night. Yeah, and that's what you're up against. you got to be a very special candidate at a very special time to overcome such a dramatic party affiliation uh, disadvantage, and she's she's just not that. Going off the rails with Rob Kendall here, so let's talk about some other names. Diego Morales. Oh, the old cowardly lion, Diego Morales. Boy, that breaks my heart. You have dubbed him the cowardly lion because? Well, he won't uh, debate. He won't show up. If there's even a hint of an idea that his opponents might be at some event, he is not there. I've heard they're having a debate on television coming up that he is not confirmed to. PBS is airing the debate. This guy is unbelievable, and he's a coward because he has something to hide. And now there's this story of some Me Too stuff coming out from a long time ago. And again, I always maintain You are innocent until you're proven guilty. I said this about Kavanaugh. I even said it about the god-awful Cuomo brothers. Listen, not all women can be believed. Despite what CNN and the Democrats will tell you, you can't believe all women. Ask Trevor Bauer. But this is a distraction. It is a headline. People are going to see this. Is he in trouble? Yeah, Diego Morales shouldn't be voted against, and people shouldn't choose Jeff Moore, the libertarian, because of these allegations against Diego Morales. People should vote against Diego Morales because he's a goof and a loser and super sketchy. Like everything that comes up with this guy, it seems like there's some deal with it. His work record in the Secretary of State's office, his military record. What does he do for a job? He spends almost $44,000 on a campaign vehicle. That has nothing to do with these allegations. The reason there's credence in these allegations, unlike Kavanaugh, because Kavanaugh had lived an impeccable life, right? Like he had been a federal judge. He had worked for the Bush administration. He was not like out being Ted Bundy on the weekends his whole life. So when this woman comes up with these allegations they're so easily disprovable and she's saying things and people are going yeah she says we were there we, we weren't even there people go this didn't happen unlike diego which he can't disprove it they can't prove it either but when everything about you seems to be raising questions or being sketchy it feeds into the idea of maybe there's something here right and when i say that i am against believe all women i know i get some tweets coming at me but you know it feels like you have to learn a lesson sooner or later from jumping to conclusions whether it was the kid from covington catholic nicholas sandman whether it was kyle rittenhouse whether it was jesse smollett if you jump in right away and say that's it i don't need to see any more information my mind is made up very often you're made to look a fool I'm not saying that these guys did it. I'm not saying they're not. I'm just saying pump the brakes a little bit and let some information.
allegation come out? Well, they're, they're just allegations, and everybody's entitled to pre- presumption of innocence. It was 15 years ago. He can't disprove it. They can't prove it. But the point is, it's just another thing in a litany of issues. People should vote against Diego Morales for a bevy of reasons that have nothing to do with this. This guy is a incompetent goof. So we go from one of your good buddies to another here. <laughs> Let's talk about your karaoke partner, Governor Holcomb. There's some polling out from uh, Abdul's organization, IndyPolitics.org. They do a number of polls. We talked about the one with the prosecutor's race. Now there's one about the political future of Governor Eric Holcomb. What do you think? So this is tragic, Hammer. And look, it did take six years. It did take uh, a VIP meet and greet with the domestic terrorist. It did take uh, shutting the state down, putting a million people out of work, costing tens of thousands of jobs. It did take trying to put you in jail for not wearing a mask. It did take the largest tax increase in state history. <laughs> it did take record government and record budgets. But finally- You after, forgot Petri dish. Oh, I did. And calling people a human Petri dish. You know, the list is so long. <laughs> it's like trying to remember people at the Academy Awards, right? You know, the list of egregious Holcomb things is so long. But finally, this guy is under- water in this Abdul poll and he's been able to stay above water for many years because Democrats really liked the stuff he was doing and I don't, so I don't know if it's the abortion thing or what it is but clearly the Republicans have had enough of this guy and he's finally underwater in this Abdul poll 47% disapprove 44% approve which brings a smile to my face see I had I don't think it has anything to do with the abortion thing this was all about the lockdowns in Indiana telling people who just wanted to open up their business that they were a petri dish but people who were storming up the street to bust into your mansion noble and then meeting with malik muhammad giving him a one-on-one in your residence yeah that's probably going to be frowned upon after the fact. Well, and what's interesting, too, in the Todd Young poll, and I'm going to take a sliver of credit for this, Todd Young's only up by two in that poll over McDermott, who's a, also a terrible candidate, but a whole bunch of Republicans, I think it's like 25% of Republicans, are undecided on Todd Young, as they should be, because the Republicans are sitting there going, gosh, I don't want a Democrat in there, but Todd Young 100% totally does not deserve my vote, because he's added $11 trillion to the national debt, the old Duke of Spendingburg, and he said, he told me, very meanly in a room full of people at the <laughs> Stacks Pancake House, I'm never, ever, ever, never, ever, 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 never quitting on spending the money, and I don't regret doing any of it. Was that part of his Stop Washington Waste tour that he was on? Was <laughs> he we, the one that went on that tour? And by the way, can we go back to the fact that the Americans for Prosperity were hosting that guy, who they are supposed to be about a limited, accountable, responsible government. But we see this a lot of times, that these groups who claim to be for something, at the end of the day, they're just arms of the Republican Party. Todd Young doing a Stop Washington Waste tour <laughs> is like OJ touring the country saying, hey, you guys got to cut the domestic violence out. <laughs> What, what what Todd Young, I know I, I think you just summed it up perfectly, and I was going to say something, but I, I'd like to keep my job here. The headline's going to be, Hammer compares Todd Young to OJ. <laughs> uh, can you stick around? Absolutely. We're going off the rails with Rob Kendall. More when we come back. Rob Kendall going off the rails with us here on the Hammer and Nigel Show. I jumped on with our pal Dan Dockich earlier today on his Outkick show. And, Rob, one of the topics of discussion was I'm tired of being nice about Joe Biden's mental decline. I'm tired of being nice about John Fetterman's mental decline. Look, I feel bad for Fetterman. You had a stroke. I get it. It's tough to recover from. But you're trying to become one of the 100 most powerful people in America. Joe Biden. 
He lost his fastball a long time ago, and people think it's funny. Oh, look, he fell off a bike. Oh, he can't walk upstairs. Oh, he talks about corn pop. He really broke me. He lost me when he was calling on Jackie Walorski in that speech a couple weeks ago. This is not okay. This is the president of the United States, Rob, and it's a shame that his wife, the good doctor, Dr. Jill, allows him to be in that position. I told my wife, Crystal, if I'm still doing radio when I'm 70 and I can't stand up and I'm speaking gibberish and I don't know who's alive or dead or I don't know where to go and I'm startled by noises, don't put me out there to humiliate myself. It's disgusting she's allowing her husband to continue to do this. Yeah, here's the thing. So uh, we played a clip the other day, and this is the problem in all of this. Uh, and I think Caitlin Flanagan was the lady's name. She's a writer for The Atlantic. She was on with Bill Maher. And Bill Maher is basically posing this question of, how is it that Democrats can say the guy's losing his mind, but yet you guys still support him? And she essentially says and uses the analogy of sometimes it's time to take the car keys away from grandpa. So you've got her saying this guy is the equivalent of not letting your grandfather drive, but hey, he's done a really good job in promoting liberalism, so let's go. And this is the thing. You have people on the left admitting this guy is losing his mind. He's lost his marbles he has no business leading you know a, a local vfw much less you know the entire united states of america and yet we will stand behind him and placate this because we are so wed to liberalism above all else and joe biden's people it's not joe biden but his people right because we doing, know he's not calling the shots he's doing they're doing such a great job at radical leftism we must keep this guy in here whether it's clain whether it's susan rice we know that Joe Biden's not calling the shots. And I'm tired of being nice about right. it. He can't stand up. He can't walk upstairs. He is just out of his mind. Doesn't know that Jackie Walorski is dead, even though he just named a veteran's hospital after her a couple of weeks ago. This is not okay. And the same thing with Fetterman. I hope he gets better. I really do. Recovering from a stroke is not easy. But if you're going to Washington, you're going to have to debate on the floor. There are going to be times where you're going to have to go toe-to-toe with Ted Cruz or Rand Paul and discuss some serious issues. I don't think the dude's physically up to it. And trust me, I'm not a Dr. Oz guy. I've said this <laughs> In the very beginning. This guy is a zero. But Fetterman, can you risk sending him to Washington? We are so polarized in this country. I got into it on the Brownsburg Townie chatterboard the other night. Oh, that sounds like a good time. Oh, yeah. I don't do it very much anymore because <laughs> it just it just it turns into everybody fighting with me because it's like, oh, look, a local celebrity. We can fight with him. Um, but this there's a school board candidate in Brownsburg who has missed, she's a current member of the board, who has missed like her attendance is so egregious even Nigel is like boy you really need to show up to work <laughs> and somebody posted the attendance and then there's just a slew of people defending this woman going well she's a single mother she has kids it was really rough during COVID I get it lots of people are single parents it was rough for lots of people during COVID you know why they don't run for school board because they can't make it to the meetings or put the time in yet because she's a was a, is a reliable third vote anytime the superintendent wants his bull crap or Mike Wells and Eric Hilton want their bull crap well she makes it to those meetings when it's sel she's there baby and those parents want that stuff so much that they will excuse anything it's the same thing with biden they will excuse anything to keep liberalism on the tracks what's coming up on the big show tomorrow well we're gonna have your co-host today the tonus tony kennett's gonna be with us and he's gonna talk about what parents should look for in school board races this fall he's off the rails he's rob kendall rob thank you it's the Hammer and Nigel Show. 
Be sure to catch us every weekday, 3 to 7 on 93 WIBC or subscribe and get it right to your phone.